0: Hello, this is Keith Hughes, I'm trying out something new, a uh, podcast that I'm going to call Ramblings of an Undisciplined Mind. This is actually my third take at this. Um, I did it this morning on the drive-in, and uh, I had this whole name for it all figured out, and then I came in and did a little Googling, and there was already a blog by that name, and the uh the acronym of the letters actually relates to a radio station or a tv station and i thought okay i can't do this this name so i decided i had a good name ramblings of an indisciplined mind so i guess this is the ramblings of an indisciplined Mind podcast i'll probably be a lazy sap and call it ramblings for short Anyway, my plan for this is just to spend a little time on my drive either to work or home from work and just talk about whatever. Um, it's has been mine. Um, so I don't know if the quality of this is going to be crap. I am in my car. I am driving. It is raining. So um, we will see what happens if it's too while I won't post this. If you're listening to this, that means I thought it was good enough to share, I guess. Um, so yeah, my original name was going to be based on the phrase, The Road. And that was because I just got listening, got done listening to the audiobook of The Road by Cormac McCarthy, which is a really excellent book. Um, he's really got away with words. He can be... He's very descriptive. I don't want to say flowery, because he's not flowery. But he's got a really unusual turn of phrase, but at the same time, is very sparse in his language. So it's not like you're reading through, you know, pages and pages of descriptions. He can be very evocative in his descriptions, but he does it in very few words. Uh, And it was a really cool story. I'm also now wanting to see the movie. And part of the the reason for that is, is I've been watching videos on YouTube that are um, of abandoned places, abandoned homes you know, theme parks stuff like that, a number of them and there was one I came across that was for an abandoned freeway or tollway in Pennsylvania, and there was a couple of um, uh, tunnels that are along this road I thought it sounded looked interesting so I watched the video, it was all about 10 minutes or something but what was interesting was that having this the road that was one of the filming locations for the movie uh, based on the road uh, of the same name starring Diego Mortensen. So now I've got two reasons uh, to want to watch that movie because I just finished the book and because I just got done seeing some of the locale and it just would be kind of cool to see it, um, see it, how they use it for the movie. There are a couple places that the guys that were in this video uh, pointed out. So that was be All so my reason for doing this is, yeah, I haven't been doing really any podcasting because I'm going back to school. uh, And that takes a lot of time. I'm taking between one to two, typically two. This last semester I took one class, but it's been a lot of work. Um, I've been kind of picking away editing. I'll probably talk about that a little bit, but I just, podcasting, just be able to do something for content I really didn't... You know, I can't do a novel right now. That just takes way too much time. Um, and I don't have anything edited anyway. Ready to go. Um, so, I, you know, I've been listening for a couple of years now to Nathan Lowell's Talking on My Morning walk podcast. And I've thought off and on about, well, that'd be kind of cool to do something like that. I don't know that anybody's going to care to listen to me ramble on. But I thought, eh, hey, hell? If nothing else, it gets me using my equipment a little bit. If only my phone, I'm recording this on my Galaxy phone using my headset. Um, but we'll see. we'll see how it goes. So, that's what I'm doing. Um, so, I am between semesters. which gives me a little bit of free time. Uh, I just finished up my summer class, which was the last of my communications classes um, last night. I had to deliver a really thick paper that our instructor nicknamed "Big Puppy," and it was a big puppy, let me tell you. And also a uh, cover letter and resume. Um, deliver that; those were my last things. I'm expecting to get an A in it because um, I had the teacher for the last com class last semester, and he he digs me, he digs what I do. And um, that does not to say he's going to grade me easy, but. Uh, I know what to expect from him, he knows what to expect from me, and, you know, I just figured couldn't go wrong going into a class with a teacher that already likes, likes, uh, you know, my work output and whatever, so, and, and I'd say it worked out pretty good, so. I'm done with that. I got a couple of uh, harder classes uh, coming up in the fall, which starts in a couple of weeks. I'm doing an introduction to data analytics which may or may not be difficult you know that's in my field uh... so in that aspect I, I should have a leg up I've heard a lot of people that have taken this class, this, at least this teacher um, on an online course have complained about the amount of writing he assigns now I'm probably a little bit less frightened of writing than, than most of my classmates but. Uh, We'll see it is. I'm not taking it online. I'm taking it in class. He might be one of these teachers that does not have a good feel for estimating what kind of workload he's giving um, online and so it goes a little overboard if that happens. Um, But since I'm taking it in the flesh, maybe I won't have any problems with that. We'll see. He's rated pretty good on RateMyProfessor.com, which is a, a pretty cool resource that I've been using a lot lately. Um, so, I'm hoping that that will translate into a, a good experience and a, and a reasonable uh, amount of work for me. My second class I'm taking is my second statistics class. This one's like uh, statistical inference for management decisions. Uh, I took my first one, I think starting in the winter semester right after the new year, and I took it, I took it, I, I think I made, kinda of two mistakes with it. Number one, I took it online, which is a mistake for two reasons. Number one, math class online for me, mad, because I probably need more help than that. And B, this teacher really didn't know how to manage an online class these little uh, anal retentive ones could to have Uber control. And uh, yeah, and that was a good mixture. Um, and and uh, It was also my first stat class and this is the second one. I'm trying to take it relatively close to the first one So I remember what I've I've got and now we'll once again be taking it in the flesh Um, So I'll be there for um, Lectures gonna ask questions after I'm hoping maybe Hoping maybe I'll get some better uh, A little bit of easier uh, Understanding I guess you know dealing with a live instructor face to face than uh, listening to uh, the textbook uh, authors uh, videos about it. This is what, what I did that. So that's starting up in a couple weeks. Uh I'm looking forward to getting that done. Uh, I'll be honest. If I when I get that one done that'll be really, really nice. Uh, as far as classes I'm not looking forward to. It. I've got an accounting class. That has, that's coming at some point before I finish this degree um, that I'm also not looking forward to but yeah, that one at this point I'm, not gonna, I'm, gonna this. Uh, I'm probably going to take that a year from now probably next fall so so when I am I have a little time here and there a couple of evenings but I'm not feeling this totally drugged out in um, work in school. I have been working on editing Helo Rising. Doing the first pass edits. First time I've I've been through it since I wrote it. And I've got about four or five chapters left to go. Um, and do all, all, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I was kind of thinking that maybe I needed to add something. I did add I did add I think one chapter I was thinking I might need to add something to really to really um, highlight how bad the relationship is between uh, Karen who is a young Kilo. You might remember Kilo I did this short story a few years back if you were listening I think during the uh, Gorilla Paul podcast I did this short story that was called Residence and that short story was about this assassin named Kilo, kind of at the end of her career. And um, I don't want to give away the story. It's a a cool story, I think. Uh, But writing that story made me want to learn her backstory, made me want to learn how did she become Kilo the assassin because she sure as hell wasn't born that way. She was born Karen. the little girl and how did she get get there and a large part of that is due to the um, poor relationship that she has with her mother and I was really feeling I was really feeling like I needed to do more to establish that but I recently read a book um, and I do not recall the book I'm in the car and I can't look it up but I recently read a book uh, that was kind of a a thriller but slightly different scheme. This is one that uh, where this uh, girl had a bad relationship with her father, and she got to doing um, uh, being a plumber, as they called it, but being you know kind of a cat burglar, doing things uh, in a clandestine mode for uh, political reasons. You know, so, so if this was set back in the '70s, she would have been doing the water and and that kind of thing. And they really established. How poor the relationship was in that book. Um, pretty well without. I mean, there was there were several, several things that, that established it, but probably less time than I am uh, in *Kilo Rising*. And I thought it worked well enough. I mean, I got the, there was bad blood between them that she felt that the father um, didn't pay attention to her. And I thought that was, that was handled adequately. And so I don't think I really need, I, you know, I did have one chapter that outlines a little bit more strife between the two of them. And I think that's sufficient. So I'm going to let that go and not add anything else at this point, I don't think. Uh, we'll see what um, piano editor says when she gets her little mitts upon it and what um, any beta readers I pick out will say if they think, yeah, it might be, am I beating the dead horse? Did I not beat it hard enough or long enough? Yeah, We'll see. But I think at this point, I'm probably going to go with what I've got on that. But um, my hope is to be done with editing this thing this semester. I'm not sure what that means. If that means I'm going to, I'll have to make a decision. I'm either going to release it as an ebook or I'm going to start shopping it around the agents. I haven't totally decided on that yet, but I will have to make and I guess the last thing I'll yap about and then call this one good is, you know, I did submit my first novel, Borrowed Time, to Tor. I'm waiting to here back. It's only been half a week or a week. So I'm not, I am not expecting anything, uh, you know, for a while. I know how this goes. And I was submitting on the very last day of an open submission month. So I know I'm probably at the bottom of the sauce pile. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with that. I'm expecting if, if the Miraculous happens and they do pick it up, they're going to want to change the name. Because if you do a search, there's like 8 million names, novels named Borrowed Time. I don't know what they call it, but I could see where that could be useful from an marketing perspective. Anyway, I'm about out of the rain. Uh, I'm a little bit more than halfway home. But I think I will stop this and... Hopefully do another one uh, the next time I'm in the car. So I will talk to you all until I talk to you next time. Be seeing you.